When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. How much time till we're on? What? We're on the air right now. I'm ready. Good evening. I'm Ron Burgundy. Here's what's going on in your world tonight. The all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometers of range. World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. This is Sports Day. Yes. Hello and welcome to a Wednesday night edition of Sports Day. It is a massive show tonight. Hello to our listeners through the Super Radio Network. Uh, SCN Network, 1170 in Sydney, 6.93am in Brizzy. That's SENQ. Our track Network in New South Wales and Queensland. SCN Fanatic. Those listening via the SCN app and all of our listeners through SENZ. Welcome to a very big Wednesday night show. This is, of course, Sports Day. Thanks to Kia, World Gym and Nutrient Ag Solutions going further for Australian farmers. The man who would do anything for Australian farmers is sitting right opposite me in the Sports Day studio right now. His name is Scott Sattler. How are you, Scott? G'day. Talk about farmers. A very good friend of mine. Cam is in Melmerin, listens to the show, listens to the podcast. He's a... He's a farmer as well, um, heading to a very busy, busy period, of course. Now, um, we did say last night, hello, listeners, you did say last night, no more Mitch Johnson, mm. didn't you? Mm. But are we touching on Mitch Johnson tonight? Oh, you bet, baby. <laughs> I feel sorry for him tonight. I've got to say, I'm looking forward to our um, our discussion about mullets. Hey, this is a special show tonight, and we are going to talk about mullets, and we're going to put together... Uh, the list of the greatest sporting mullets Mm. ever, ever. So put your thinking hats on about that. I'll throw one at you right now, and this is my push. Yep. um, For the captain of the mullet all-stars. You're declaring the captain already. I'm going early. Okay. John Daly. Hard to beat. Hard to beat. Plenty in rugby league. Warney had a Warney had a good mullet. I was going to say, Sats, not a lot in cricket. Warney's one. I think Mark or maybe. Jason Gillespie. Oh, yeah. Yeah, had a mullet. Yes, he did. Yeah, but I think John Daly is probably the, the leader at the moment. If you want to go early on the mullet, mm. it's worldwide, but we're putting together a mullet all-stars team tonight. And oh, why, why are we putting together a mullet well, all-stars? Because uh, last Saturday was the grand final of Mullet Fest yeah. 2023. And it's a wonderful, wonderful event that happens every year and proceeds go to a wonderful organisation, which is the Mark Hughes yep. Foundation. Um, All these bogans in one area. Yeah, well, not necessarily bogans. Well, 98% of them, which yeah. is fine because yeah. it's, in, it's in my family's hometown of Curry Curry. Well, that's why I liked it. I, yeah. I, I learnt of this and I've gone, this is right up Satz's alley. See, my, my cousins who still live in, in yeah. Curry. yeah. Is Tony. it curry, curry, or curry? Well, it's curry, curry, but people call it curry. So it's like wagga wagga. Yeah. Right. Um, so shout out to my uh, my cousins in curry. Like they're bogans, they're rednecks. Yeah. 
And like they're and they're happy. They wear it like a badge of honor. I like the way you try and make out that you're not. Yeah. That's that's the bit that impresses me. Right? <laughs> anyway, uh, we'll cross to your hometown of Curry Curry uh, very shortly, mm. and we'll catch up with uh, the publican there. Find out what's going down. But the good news is, going well. That was last weekend. What are you talking about? Well, well, the um, the trials and that start in January. Yeah. For the next king or queen. Yeah. Of said mullet. Fest. And so many categories as well. Yeah. So we'll get to that yeah. real soon. Uh, <laughs> that's a good one. See, I just saw what Steve wrote. John Daly, dead or alive? <laughs> Steve, He's alive, but he should be dead. See, that was a good segment last night. I'll have you know. Mm. Um, if you want to get involved, 0457 736 736 8833 if you're in New Zealand. By the way, New Zealand listeners or even Australian listeners, of course, last night we spoke to Cameron George. Uh, I see it's popped up in newspapers, uh, uh, well, news sites around Australia today, his comments on our show. and Got a fair bit of traction, actually. Yeah, so... Um, even some of the Broncos' senior players, apparently. Yeah, yeah. yeah about not wanting Kurt Capewell to go. Yeah. Want him around because they believe that he was one of the reasons they, they went as far as they did. Anyway, but um, if you want to, if you missed the interview last night, you can get the podcast, or better still, just go onto YouTube uh, and go onto SCN League. Subscribe to the SCN League channel if you like as while you're there as well, and you'll see the full interview there. Uh, call us anytime, one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. Uh, follow us on our socials, TikTok, Sports Day SEN, Instagram, SCNQ, Twitter, Sports Day NSW is the place to go as well. Now, if you missed that interview last night, uh, George, Cameron George, did confirm the CEO of the Warriors. They've offered Catewell a three-year deal and what the club would sign him for in 2024. We're looking for experienced, high high-level athletes, competitors to come into our club. Kurt's one of those guys, and um, look, if we can get him, fantastic. So where's that at, Cam? How far down the track are you? Are you confident he'll be there in 24? Oh, mate, not not confident. Look, the, the options there, if you know, if uh, him and Brisbane want to look at those. Um, look, it's up to him where he's at with his longer-term future. We're, we're certainly expressing our interest. The reports are saying you're, you're tabling a three-year offer. Is that true? Yeah, look, we've said there's a long, there's a longer-term option here for him. You know, he's on the market for 25, and that's what we're looking at um, now. If that was to eventuate, and him and Brisbane decided that there was an option for this year for us to talk to him about, we'd be happy to do that. But our interest has been around the longer-term uh, proposition as well. There you go. That's uh, Cameron George last night on on the show. What I loved about him, mate, he was just refreshing, straight up. Didn't didn't not like Steve Mitchell a couple of. Go where we tried to ask him questions and he wouldn't answer them. I I got to say, I loved it. I, very respectful of of his current club, the Brisbane Broncos. I do think he was trying to tiptoe through the tulips a little bit because I, I think Capewell will beat the Warriors in twenty twenty four. So you, even though he said last night he doesn't think he's going to get him, you just think he was well, being he, politically correct. Well, he or, has he has to say that out of respect for his current club. And his current club or for the for the Bronx as well to sort it out? For Kate Will's current club. Right, Broncos, gotcha. Yeah, he's, yeah. he's got to be respectful in that manner. And uh, But I, I've, I've got to say, I, I think when a player is held in such high regard and you know, they, they've approached their 30s, well, he's 30 now, Kirk Katewell, and then you've only got one year left 
at the Broncos, they can't promise you anything. You've got every right to say, you know what, you signed a contract with us. Yeah. You're going you're gonna to fulfil that. But in some cases, if they're held in really high regard, the club will say, we can't offer you anything past 2024. Yeah. Uh, we respect you. If you get a long-winded deal over there, it's better for you and your family. Well, we're happy to, happy to let you go. But Cam... Cam George did say, though, there's an offer on the table from 2025. Anyway. Exactly. They're aiming at 2025. So it's the best of both worlds for Kirk Capewell. So there's probably no excuse for him to leave the Bronx. There isn't. The, is it a three-year from 2025 or is it just two years from 2025? Not quite sure. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, but the way that Cameron George spoke about it, it's obviously three years either way. It either starts in 2024 or 2025. So you're right. There's You're in a win-win situation. He's got nothing to lose. And he's also... At the end of the day, he's going to a club that is going to be pushing around a top four position anyway. So, I was thinking about that yesterday. Um, it was actually after that discussion. Talk about was, the players. Well, no, oh, the players. That they they they're not happy. We'll, we'll cover off. No, that. no, I'm talking about the players that they've Chanel Harris Tavita and yeah, yeah, like, and Shaq how good and, it looks. And I'm not I'm not saying this to ruffle any feathers because Souths are included in this. Mm-hmm. But I can only think of two teams that will, and I know this is going to upset Daddy Vass, our producer as well, but I can only think of two teams that are going to make the top four at this stage next year. And I reckon Penrith and the Warriors. I think they're Are you serious? (laughs) I don't know if the Bronx will be cert top four. They should be. They should be, right? Mm -hmm. If they they lose Catewell, are you saying it's on that or just in general? I'm saying in general. Because I, I based on I, I reckon what Reynolds a year older or what I don't reckon Reynolds will play the whole year. We, yep. we, like if they got a half a year out of Reynolds, that'd be incredible. So right. they're, they're, I mean, Flegler's a huge loss. Yep. Um, Barnworth is a massive loss. Um, uh, they'll move Cobbo into the centres and and Dean what? Manor onto the wing. But it'll break up the dynamic, right? Yep. Mate, listen, just settle down, Daddy. Just we're, we're having we're Cobbo's just having, not a centre. Well, watch this space. Um, but I, I just. Let's move away from the Broncos. I can't, other than those two teams, yep. I don't know who else is going to be in the top four next year. Mm. South certainly won't. South will be lucky to make the eight. I'm dead serious. Wow. Well, who's dropping out, mate? This is the thing. Mm. Who's dropping out? Well, it's that hard to get in. Yeah. I mean, Canberra's probably, they're the most obvious target at the moment based on their for and against. Well, let's say they drop out and maybe Souths get in or the Cowboys get in or whatever. Like, you know, the Cowboys didn't make it last year. Mm. So this is how hard it is. So I, I, I'm i sitting there thinking, Kurt Capewell, I, I'd be going to the – I'd be begging the Broncos for a release and going to the Warriors next year because there's something very special about to happen at the Warriors. Well, it's very special, but if they lose Adam Fanua Blake for 2025... That's why he's got to go next year. <laughs> yeah. So, it's a very special 2024. Question for you, though. Yeah. Who replaces Kurt Cape right now at the Bronx? Brendan Piacora. So, the Broncos will have a replacement? Yes. And they'll free up, what, about 600000 in the cap, you'd imagine? Uh, probably not that much, but yeah, you're probably not far away. But Piacura, he's a, he's a pretty special player. So, can you, Daddy Vass, type in? I know he's cranky. <laughs> he's absolutely cranky. He's firing off an email. <laughs> hey, uh, yeah, he's complaining to the boss. Listen, get these bums off the air. So, if you're the Bronx, right? If you're Kevy and you're the football department at mm-hmm. the Broncos, are you considering letting Kurt Cape will go to the Warriors next year? If I'm the Broncos, yeah. 
you're sitting there. You, they'll be discussing this. No doubt they would have discussed it today. I'm saying no. If I'm the Broncos, I'm saying you're no. You're keeping him. I'm keeping him. Okay. Um, because he's still got a lot of really good young players that are coming through and, and a, a, a really good experienced forward who's tasted success in the forwards is, well, they're, they're a dime a dozen. So I'd be saying no. Um, unfortunately, we'd love you to be able to get that deal, but it's going to be there for 2025 anyway. Okay. All right. What are your mm. thoughts? Look, I know we've got a lot of stuff going on tonight, but do you see the Warriors being a top four team? Panthers, top four team. Panthers are definitely there, right? Definitely. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. It's a lay down there. Yeah. I mean, you're gonna, it's going to be hard to stop them from winning a four-peat. Storm, Is that Storm will be there. Storm possibly. Maybe. Sharky? Oh, no. No, I went through all those scenarios. Roosters won't be. Oh, I think the Roosters are really... I, mean, I know we said at the start of last year, but I just... I, I think Brandon Smith... I think Brandon Smith will have a, a massive 2024. Well, he's got, to, he's got to earn his money at some stage, right? Mm. All right, what do you think? 0457 736 736. I didn't mean this to be the, the topic of the night, but I just thought I'd throw that out. I was just thinking about that last night after talking to Cameron George. Well, Simon from Balgowney, and a lot of people texting about mullets and a discussion just then as well. He's got Melbourne, Panthers, Roosters, Seagulls. Simo, Seagulls. What? Say that again. Melbourne, Panthers, Roosters, Seagulls. What? Top four, Melbourne. Come on, that's ridiculous. Yeah, I don't like Simon. What are you? You've been on the Susie Wong's this afternoon. <laughs> what about Rooster Mars? I love him. Woogie and Worm, as for missing out, I'll bet London to a brick that the Eels will be missing Magic Round in 2025. <laughs> and if we sit back and we wait for Steve from Dubbo to text in. Uh, hey, listen, um, best mullets in sport, lots of them coming through. Ned Brockman, yes. What about him? I saw him on social media the other day. Thanks, woke, Tom, for your text. He woke up at some ridiculous hour in the morning. He's yeah. like Australia's version of David Goggins, <laughs> but he's a little bit hes a little bit like of a uh, – he's a bogan David Goggins. Yeah. Um, and he's just going on his – I think it was like a 50K run, you know, and he said, oh, I've got to make sure I'm going past his bakery at a particular time so I can have a pie. And, yeah, he's a, he's a freak. Mm. Um. Good oil, Cobram Estate, Premium Australian Extra uh, Virgin Olive Oil. Oh, before we get to that, uh, tonight we've been trying to get this talk topic in for a while, haven't we? You, you still want to do it? The one that got away? Well, we, it looks like we're getting a lot of mullet. How about we just hold on to it? Hold on to that? Yeah. That's our rainy day topic at Talkie. Exactly. We call it an evergreen in the biz. Yeah. Is that what it is, really? It's an evergreen. Okay. Uh, what else is coming tonight? Things that make you go, mmm. Mm. Got, we've got a few there, actually. Already. You've got one off the top, haven't you? Do you want me to do the politician? Yeah, do it. Okay. Yeah. So Labor politician thinking the best way to help Australian families is to freeze the price of ham this Christmas. Not freeze a ham, but freeze the price of ham. Freeze the price oh. of ham. When I was reading this on the run sheet, I thought you were talking about freezing your ham. No, he's forcing supermarkets. <laughs> he's trying to... <laughs> you right, Danny? Oh, shucks. Federal... Agricultural Minister Murray Watts said he was what? sending a stern warning mm. to supermarkets not profit off hard-working Aussies. Well, mate, there's about 5,000 different items in a supermarket for <laughs> starters. Fans of labour worrying about the hard-working Aussies. 
Anyway, Sorry to get political. Yeah. No, no, but seriously, do you don't think the 12 interest rates in a row didn't have anything to, 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 to do with that? I will, though. I mean, I will say on the other, maybe give up ham this this um, Christmas. Mate, lamb. I went to the supermarket the other day, eight bucks a kilo for a leg of lamb. Mm-hmm. And I got the butcher at, at I'll, I'm not getting anything for this, at Woolies. Mm-hmm. He deboned a leg of lamb for me as well. Really? Chuck it on the barbie. Eight dollars a kilo. So, so twenty bucks for a great piece of meat. So what are we looking at for for a ham now? Well, they reckon it's well it depends what size, but I was looking at some the other day, forty to sixty bucks. But they last for ages, right? Yeah, yeah. They last for ages. My dad used to see I don't eat ham yeah. for three hundred and sixty four days. I'm saying Christmas oh, Day is the only day. Oh, My dad bone. used to get the worst case of gout <laughs> in his elbow every Christmas every boxing day. Just because he ate leg ham. Yeah. Hey, how's your gout today? Might have been at a uh, at the kilo of prawns he had with it and red wine oh, as well. Mate, how good's that? Mm. Hey, how is your gout today? You were a bit worried last yeah, night. Yeah, no, all good. All the good? Tablets sorted it out. There's your gout update. Uh, have you got a thing that make you go, hmm, or we just hold off? Do you want to hold off? Um, oh, yeah, oh, I've got a quick one. Okay. Right. Hey, uh, Muzz, it's the, the Chelmsford Hotel is the publican. Laura, we're going to talk to about the about the mullets. Yes. Things that make soon. you go, hmm, what about this one? The first, very first ever customer to Disneyland yeah. is still using his lifetime ticket today since 1955. How good's that? That's very cheap. Hey, quickly, before we go to the break, yeah. uh, Titans hit with a major injury blow. Yeah. I guess we've all heard about it. David Fafita partially tearing his pectoral muscle. Mine are sore today. Are they? Yeah. From... You think you got a partial tear? <laughs> of your Mine breast? Too, boys. Other, yeah, you went to the gym yesterday too, yeah. didn't you, Daddy? Yeah, yeah see, I bench. Yeah, I did that too, Daddy. And I thought they were called breasts, boobs, mm. but apparently called they're, they're called pectoral. Pectoral. Muscle. I had to get the lady to show me where they were in the diagram. <laughs> <laughs> um, apparently, he did this at training. Yep. He's a partial tear, twelve week recovery. Yeah, it's anywhere from six to twelve weeks, based on how bad the tear is. If it's a slight little tear, obviously six to eight, but if it's uh, at the the good part about it, one the time of the year that he's he's hurt himself, and also um, it's not a rupture. If it's a rupture, he'd be pretty much gone for the entire season. Mm. It's still a bit of a blow, though, isn't it? Yeah, it is. It take him a while to warm up and get fit. Well, he's not a guy that you like to sit still. You know, he's worked really hard, Dave. I've, you know, I was one of his biggest critics a couple of years ago, but I was, I was one of his um, biggest fans last season. Last season, he was outstanding and. And I think under the under the coaching of of Des Hadler, we're going to see we're going to see something pretty special out of David Fafita. Yeah, I think you're right. And it's just bad timing, isn't it? Mm. Um, Cobram Estate bring you the good oil, Australia's most awarded extra virgin olive oil, grown, harvested, and first cold pressed in Northern Victoria. Sat's got to go to a break. Yeah. Before we do those, a uh, couple of texts. A couple of texts we've got here. Um, Honourable Mullet. Hairmanship mentioned to Reg Reagan, Buster says. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, now, Danger is also saying his top four is Gold Coast, Parramatta, Melbourne, Penrith. That's an interesting one. I think Gold Coast will be heavily entrenched in the eight. Maybe not what? the four. But Where's think, Oprah? No, I think, I think they, they will be, yeah. If they don't get any injuries. I what? Think, uh, the Broncos will be top four, your Pelican. Pia Kura is a huge talent who will replace Catewell nicely. I'd prefer to keep Catewell, but his best is behind him now. Stu from Jim Boomba. Yeah, yes, so, Stu. 
Good you right, mate? Just, hey, we're trying to do a show here. It's <laughs> a good bloke. There's about eight teams that could finish third to tenth in Andy. There's that as well. And Steve says, I'm not bagging Rooster Muzz anymore. He's a Brett Kenny fan. But what he just said was something a flog would say. <laughs> just into each other. Mm. Right, yeah. Um, can... I don't know. Someone keeps sending us a text <laughs> saying Albo's a flog. He must have watched the Prime Minister's 11th. Oh, mate, did you Pakistan. see him in his stupid hat taking yep. selfies? Because mm. that's what a Prime Minister does anyway. Uh, break time. Uh, when we come back, we're going to have a great chat uh, with one of the legends of Curry Curry. Her name is Laura Johnson. Um, she's one of the organisers behind Mullet Fest. We'll have a chat to her next on Sports Day. The all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. This is Sports Day. We'll be back in a moment. We're back for World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. And Kia. The all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. This is Sports Day. Yeah, welcome back to the show. Scotty Sattler, Jason Matthews here tonight. Sats. I've got to say. What? Potentially one of our our best interviews. Is about to happen. Is about to happen. Well, I saw this over the weekend. They call it thought, Radio Gold in the they, biz. They call it. Absolutely, they do. And I, I saw this over the weekend. I thought, this is perfect for our show because, yeah. A, our listeners are bogans, yep. most of them. Yeah. Uh, secondly, we love our hair. But thirdly, this stuff's going down in a town that is dominated by the Sattlers. Yeah. <laughs> curry, curry in New South Wales. I'm talking, of course, about Mullet Fest. The grand final of Mullet Fest was at uh, Hebburn Park, Motorsport Park, in the Hunter on Saturday. It is the biggest party in the back. <laughs> you believe that? And we've got the publican of the Chelmsford Hotel, Laura oh, Johnson, who's heavily involved in this, joining us on Sports Day now. Hello, Laura. Hello, how are you going? Uh, former where, publican here. Oh, former publican. I gave the business to, yeah, I managed to sell the business to someone else. So he has to deal with the business in the front now, and I just get the party in the back. You've got to keep mullet fest. That's It's awesome. And, and is it true that this was all born out of getting tourism alive and well and back into the hunter? Absolutely, absolutely. We were we were sitting around at the Chelly when I was running it, and uh, we we were trying to create something that people would come from out of town to to visit and to do. You know, we recognised the achievements of the Nostalgia Festival in town, um, and we wanted to do something that was just funny. We wanted to cheer people up. We wanted to have a bit of a laugh. And at the time, my uh, my father-in-law and my husband both had mullets, and so I jokingly said, "Well, if no one else comes, they can arm wrestle. We'll have beers, and it'll be great." <laughs> Now, how, when did it all start? I mean, the Chelly Hotel, the Chelmsford, is, it's on this roundabout, Jace, and yep. listeners who have never been, it's on the roundabout, just off Lang Street there. Have you been there? Have you? Oh, plenty of times. Right. I think my mum and my sister, my, uh, my uncle passed away not long ago yep. and, um, yes. and lived in Curry, and uh, my mum and sister and all my cousins, who still live in Curry, all my cousins, um, they all got on at the Chelly not so long ago, actually. They sent there me some... some um, Quite a quite so that was our, that was our family reunion. Which yes. um, funny, you and I are fifty seventh cousins by marriage. Fifty seventh? <laughs> what? Fifty seventh? Oh look, I just made that up. 
You know, oh, yeah. actually, I keep making these random facts and people have to prove me wrong. So 57th cousin, we can get the family tree out and figure that one out soon. There but, we go. Uh, you, yes, we are legally. in fact related. Yeah, legally yes. you can marry oh, as well. Marriage, but, but yes, I married him. <laughs> So is this is this true, Laura? <laughs> is this true? Yeah. Well, okay. They'll be well, born, born a with a mullet. They'll be born know. with a mullet. So, <laughs> is it true that four thousand yeah. people showed up in in two thousand and eighty with with all in two thousand and eighty with all the media coverage in the US and the UK? It was absolutely hilarious. I tell you what, it, it, it blew me away. We had no idea the idea that we'd cottoned onto. We really didn't know what we were in for. We we planned for it and and we massively overcated. Um, we had to send out all our friends and family to go and borrow kegs from other venues um, because we were running out of beer. It was like the best problems in the world to have and it was hilarious. Not a single incident, not a single issue. People literally walking past each other in the pub and in the street, high-fiving each other going, oh, nice mullet, mate. Can I buy you a beer? It was oh. so fundamentally just spectacular Aussie fun. It was great. It sounds like um, the Country Music Festival in Tamworth without a guitar. Yeah. This is what it sounds it, like to yes, me. Yes, that's exactly yeah. what it was. Yes, it's the haircut of country music. Now, <laughs> now, Laura, I know that the, the Curry Bulldogs, of course, and the Cessnock Goannas, they've never gotten on. So right. is, is anyone from Cessnock allowed into Curry for this event? Look, it's really funny, actually, because my friend Sarah, who suggested um, – the idea of do blokes compare their mullets actually saw two blokes with mullets at a Cessnock Curry game and that's where she got the idea. So, um, yes, we do. Um, And there was actually uh, a couple of our winners were from Cessnock um, of of the grand final on Saturday. But, yeah, no, look, we take mullets from everywhere. We don't discriminate. Guys, (laughs) girls, anywhere around. Even the bloody Pom took a trophy. No. They would have complained yeah, about Yeah, the POM won the international trophy. No, he said that he's going to um, burn his, cut some of his mullet off and burn it and send it back in the cup as the ashes. Oh, jeez. <laughs> uh, yeah. They've won a mullet, but they can't win cricket. Yeah, that's true. Laura, I was going to ask you that. Um, can a female have a mullet? I've Absolutely. argued this before. I've, I've argued this before on air. It's got to be very, very short and, and messy I've, on top. I've been told it's just long hair. Yeah, no. So it, no, it, and not if they have it short at the front. Mine's shaved yeah. at the sides. Then that was for charity. But, That's hot. Um, That's yeah, all we no, do in absolutely, this family. Absolutely. You, <laughs> You're having children <laughs> with your cousin. Who <laughs> <laughs> all are born with mullets. <laughs> now, now, this is what I love about it also because a proud curry boy. Now, curry curry has produced the most amount of rugby league internationals outside of a CBD area. Fair dinkum. Oh, yeah. So... Um, there's been uh, Johnny Sattler, there's been The Chief, there's been uh, Gary Sullivan, who was also a really good bank robber. Um, <laughs> Chad Reed, the motorsport you know, yep, the yep. L- legend as well. Billy Hamilton, Jimmy Morgan, Eddie Lumsden. Um, but what I love about this is another rugby league player, a curry boy, uh, Mark Hughes, and the Mark Hughes Foundation. All yeah. the money ra- raised goes to that as well. Absolutely, absolutely. So Mark, obviously, a local boy um, and, and a very, very dear friend of ours. Um, and when my best friend's husband was diagnosed with brain cancer, we decided that um, that was going to be the charity that we supported. And Maddie was with us in the 2018 one, and then um, he was there for the 2019 heat, as was Mark. And I tell you what, I've never been more nervous than the night before the 2019 Mullet Fest, thinking, was it a one-hit wonder, and is anybody going to come this year? <laughs> I was very, very nervous. Um, both those guys were there, sadly, 
Matt lost his battle three weeks later in 2019. And uh, my co-host for a couple of years, David Proust, who's an Aussie bush poet, yep. passed away in 2021 from brain cancer. So that has just cemented that we need to be working towards um, keeping that foundation going, not just for um, the research and development, but also the, the care that the brain cancer nurses give to these families. Um, that support is just priceless. Can, yeah. we do, can we do the show from there next year? I'd love to. I think we should do the show yeah. from there next year. Yeah, and it's all and it's also really good for just um, j- j- keeps it top of mind, doesn't it? You yeah. know the whole the whole thing. You know, and it's it's yeah, it's oh, look, I yeah. think it's wonderful I mean, charity. We, Mark Hughes Foundation, amazing. We don't make a whole heap of money for them, and most of the time after an event, I ring the office and I go, "Oh, you know, I'm so sorry. We only, we only, we only like that's always my sentence." And every time the girls say to me, "Laura, the the amount of times, like literally the Mark Hughes Foundation has been said um, mm. in multiple countries across the world yeah. over the last seven days. Um, it's yeah. been on the last leg, Anne Hill's last leg in the UK. It's been mm. on BBC TV. It's been on Good Morning um, IAM in Ireland. Um, the Washington Post came and sent a reporter um, so we, you know, they did a, a piece about the brain cancer connection because one of our little kids is only allowed to grow a mullet because he's got a brain tumour and he had to have brain surgery and they had oh. to cut one side off. So he said to his mum, I'll be really brave if you let me get a mullet. I mean, oh. we talk about a silver lining. Um, it's beautiful, but but we were able to, to encapture those people and those stories and really, you know, feel good about it as much as we do like to take a piss, and I do. Yeah. Um, we do have a bit of a business in the front serious side as well. Yeah, and you know what? This is this is why I love country people. They you, when when the chips are down and people need support, uh, they get together and they do as you just said, Laura. Take the piss out of situations, but you know what? There's a serious side of it, and they all stick together. and And I love that, mate. Well done. We would love to be there next year. I know um, uh, categories open in January. You can start getting involved with that. Just before we let you go, there are different categories, aren't there? Like juniors, vintage. A grubby, Absolutely. a grubby mullet was just and a messy hilarious. one, is it? Is that messy? Dreadlocks and stuff is grubby. Mm. Right. Um, like, yeah, so like you dreadlocks unwashed. at the back. Yes, and, and you know, we do heats all around Australia, so we have we have a full year of season of, of heats everywhere. And we, we travel around with summer nats primarily because what better Oh, the summer nats, yeah. Oh, my God, of in course, Canberra. Of yes, yes. Yes, oh, so it. we do we do summer nats in Canberra. We go over to Motivation in Perth. We go to Red Centre nats at Nala Springs. We go up to Rocky to Rocky nats. Um, we we love I love those guys. I love travelling with them, and and they're very very funny. Um, and I think the grubby mullets really take on a whole new level once you've been camping at mullet at um, summer nats for a couple of days. That whole yeah. you know bit of rubber, bit of tire smoke, bit of God only knows what really adds to the grubbiness of the grubby mullet. Um, but we do have extreme. Uh, vintage for our over 50s, mm-hmm. rookies for people who have just joined the mullet life. So had your mullet for less than two years, you're a rookie uh, every day. And uh, rangers, the unicorn yeah. of mullets. Rangers get their own category. Yep. Well, you've got ranger twins. I've, I've got twin daughters. Mm. Look out. There you go. Would they and like they're... a mullet? I'd happily cut that for them. Well, and they're rangers, so it's it'll be fine. Yeah. Just give us the medal now. <laughs> You can take them on tour with you, please. <laughs> please take them. Absolutely. Right, yeah. To, to get involved, oh, 
uh, 16 and a half. They'll be 17 by next year. So you'll they be drink fine. beer, so it's all Yeah, right. they're all right. They're on it. So uh, I'm joking, Doc's joking. You know I Mullet... have four sons. That's probably not ideal. <laughs> no. Okay. No, we'll, I'll, I'll keep them. I'll look after them. Mulletfest.com.au is the place to go. We've got a, uh, a publican who listens to us in Western Australia. Mick. Mick. Mm. Uh, at Margaret River. Mick, get involved in this, mate. We want a mullet fest uh, competition in your pub, mate. Exactly. All righty. Uh, Laura, yes. it's been an absolute pleasure talking to you. We love what you're doing. Um, mullet fest grand final may have just been run and won, but it starts again in January. Get involved. And again, all proceeds go to the uh, the Mark Hughes Foundation. Well done, Laura. Thanks for joining us on Sports Absolutely. Day. No worries. Thanks yeah. for having me. See you, cuz. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> The all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. This is Sports Day. We'll be back in a moment. We're back for World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. And Kia. The all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. This is Sports Day. A little bit of powder finger. Warm. It's such a shame they're not around anymore. I know. Remember uh, during COVID, they just did a, a performance? They did, yeah. Mate, it was unbelievable. Mm. Go back and watch it on YouTube a bit. Speaking of going on YouTube, make sure you uh, subscribe to SCN League. And if you missed that chat last night with Cameron George and his thoughts around Kirk Capewell, uh, watch it on SCN League. We are here. Thanks to Kia, World Gym and Nutrient Ag Solutions going further for Australian farmers. Ahmed is on the line. G'day, Ahmed. G'day, Joe. How you going? Good, good. good. Have you got a mullet for us? Is that what you're ringing up about tonight for? Yeah, what a famous mullet. Do you remember um, Lionel Messi when he was young? No. No. Yeah, look at him upright. He's got a very... Very big mullet, and he just looks weird. Very weird. <laughs> what do you mean? Because well, oh, you used to see him with like a, short hair. Oh, I'm looking at it he, now, yeah. He, he looks wow. like a rat with a mullet. <laughs> he looks young, though, doesn't he? What? <laughs> he, looks like a, uh, he looks like the lead singer of a, a band in the 70s or something, doesn't he? Yeah, he does, mm. too. That's he right. Does. That's right. right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Ahmed, thanks for your call, mate. Have a good night. Good stuff, legend. See you, mate. Uh, Bruce also wanted to nominate Joe Vitanza from Penrith. Yeah, Joey Vitanza. uh, Played for Penrith and the Gold Coast Giants. A good man, Joey Vitanza. Still works security, I'm led to believe. He's like in his late 50s. Oh, is he? Yeah, he's a he's a good man, really good. But yeah, he did have a he did have a great mullet. Um, Danger said, "What about Susie Quattro?" Yeah, Susie Quattro had a special one. But we're talking about sports stars. They're putting well, together an all-stars team. Played netball. Um, um, did I hear that correctly? That the Poms won the moral mullet <laughs> as well as the moral ashes, Michael said. How good was Laura, your 57th cousin? I know. I know. You all Aussies always write the Warriors off. We will finish in the top four. Also, how sad you dudes have a mullet competition. Sad. 30 nil. Ha ha. Kiwi, Carl. Kiwi, Carl, we're not writing the Warriors <laughs> off. We, we're saying, Sats is saying Warriors top four. I'm saying Warriors top two. Yeah. Yeah. It, by, do you want us to say premiers? <laughs> I, I don't know. No, mate, I'm I'm on board the Waz bus, mate. I've got to say, there's so many Rooster fans that text our show. This is yeah. Grumpy Rooster in the t- in Tambourine, beautiful part of 
Queensland. Woogie, you flog. I'm sick of you flogging the roosters, you big flog. How about you flog off? Your rabbitos are flogs, just like you, you massive flogs. <laughs> Love the show. What's he saying? <laughs> he loves the show. That's it. Mount Tambourine, you know what he's doing during the day. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. I don't want to suggest he's, something. Yeah, he's orchie bottles. <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> uh, Mick from uh, Margaret Rivers jumped on the text. Boys accepted the challenge to have a, a mullet fest competition over there. Uh, they'll all be salty or nice and proper as they all run around in tracksuits with bum bags. Mm. <laughs> right, okay. Yeah. Uh, uh, some mullet sats. Some mullets. Uh, well, we've got here... Um, this is a uh, this is Aussie actually from Ch- uh, from Hearn Bay, which is in Auckland, New Zealand. Awesome show, boys! Uh, didn't Ellery Hanley, Gary Jack, and ET have mullets at one stage? From Harlem Gary Time. Gary Jack did. Gary Jack did. Uh, ET definitely did. And um, I'm not sure about I'm not sure about um, oh. Ellery. Ellery always had sort of shortish. It was always really well. Shaved. Et didn't have a mullet. He yeah, just he had beautiful yeah, hair. Yeah, just waved beautifully. Didn't Sturlo he? had yeah. a mullet. Sturlo had a mullet. And a yellow sports car. He looked like Frankenfurter. <laughs> Sturlo, didn't he? You know, Sturlo reminded me of who? Warwick Kappa with his with his mullet. Now there was one of the great ones. Was that actually a mullet? Yeah. Or was it just long hair like his miso? Just white snake. He looked Josh, like he's at least a white snake. <laughs> Josh Papali'i. Yeah. Yeah, he did too. Hmm. Uh, so, boys, Timmy Brasher, this is what Gunther of Palm Beach says. He had a mullet. So did, so did Tugger Coleman. And Tugger! We, and we've got a lot of votes for this man, the king of mullets. Mm. And uh, I can't shout out to every person that has nominated Kerry Hemsley. Oh, yeah. Former Balmain front row, Buckets Hemsley. He had one of, both he and Kevin Hardwick for the Balmain side in the 80s, mm. had two of the greatest mullets you've ever seen. What about Cam Smith? A few texts, read Cam Smith yep. with a mullet. Mm-hmm. Uh, read the top four. This is a text uh, from New Zealand, 688, the number ends in. Penrith, Warriors, Broncos, Manly. Penrith, Broncos, Warriors, I think them definitely. Manly, that'll be an interesting one. That'll be an interesting one. I don't know about Manly. Yeah, the, the, they, we've got a, actually we've got a, a text here that talks about Manly as well. And um, what he does talk about here, and I, if I can't find it here, I, I will get back to it because he makes some really good points about some of you know, Manly's inclusions in their side could make a difference. Before we go to the break. There we go, just really quickly. Andrew, yep. turbo back, Brooks to the Manly. They only finished three points out of the finals last year. Only three mm. out of eight, out of top eight. Yep. Now all of a sudden they're top four. Tommy does have a huge influence. Oh, he does. Oh, that means New South Wales will win Origin then. Doesn't it? Oh, I would be happy with that. Uh, finally, before... It's all right, mate. I hate it when he's pushing the buttons. Uh, text from Brisbane Eel before we go to the break. Love how Laura raises funds for the Mark Hughes Foundation. Champion person. Yeah, she is, mate. Love your work. We need a mullet round in the NRL. Brisbane yeah. Eel, you are the new commissioner of the... Of the rugby league. How good would that be? Mate, we've got a round for everything else. And what about if, if the players can't wear them, because obviously you've got to, it takes a long time to grow them. Yeah. A little bit like the moustache. But can you imagine from a from a merchandising point of view from the NRL? Oh, you sell fake mullets. Oh. I love them. Hey, is Jai Arrow on the show tomorrow or Monday? Tuesday. Tuesday. Jai Arrow. Speaking of mullets. Great mullet. And that's the reason why we yep. spoke... 
for Laura is based yep. on Joy Arrow's mullet. All right, got to go to a break. This is Sports Day. Back in a mo. The all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. This is Sports Day. We'll be back in a moment. We're back for World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. And Kia. The all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. This is Sports Day. And let's not forget Nutrient Ag Solutions going further for Australian farmers. This is Sports Day. 0457 736 736 uh, is our text number, 8833, if you're in New Zealand. I'll tell you what's going off mm. is the mullet chat tonight. Yeah. Uh, the top four, which was just an accidental topic. Michelle Bishop. Uh, Mich- what? Who works for us. Yes. Mullet. Michelle- no, she's a female with long hair. Mullet. And the other thing that's going off on the text is elbows are flogged. Yes. What's, what's going on there? <laughs> Kevin Hardwick, Balmain Tigers. Michael from Dremoyne. Yes, uh, Trav, Trav from Kyogle, Darren Fritz. Now, Darren Fritz was a, a front rower to play for Queensland and Illawarra Steelers. He had a, he had a massive mullet as well. Beauty. Uh, I said Jason. Did I say just say Jason Martin then? No, no. you said it off air. Oh, Kent, uh, former North Sydney halfback, Jason Martin. Regards, Grant from Aspley. Good one, Grant. Now, in the AFL world, Mick says Bailey Smith from the Bulldogs, we- huge mullet. We both said that off the air, didn't yeah, we? Yeah, and a bit of a pin-up boy as well for the AFL. Yeah, we've got a lot of votes for Ke- – I've got to say, Kerry Buckett-Hemsley, uh, Tony on 2FA, um, is saying uh, Kerry Hemsley as well. I don't know, but I think Joe Dirt would challenge for captain for the best mullet, Redcliffe Rooster. Another rooster. Who have we got as uh, as captain coach of our uh, mullet all-stars at the moment? Are we sticking at the moment with John Daly? Yeah, sports person, yeah. Yeah, no, no, we're only sports people. Okay, so captain is captain is John Daly. What? Matt on the text, plugger. Had yeah. a great mullet. And Danny Southern, who was, uh, I think he was a former, uh, uh, no, Western Bulldogs player, Danny Southern. But, okay. But uh, the other one I was going to mention, Andre Agassi had a killer mullet. He did, yeah. Is he, he vice captain or do we need an Aussie vice captain? No, no, he doesn't have to be an Aussie. Don't have to be an Aussie at all. I mean, Kerry Hemsley has probably got the most votes so far. Well, he's he's in the leadership group. Okay. Now this man here has been nominated by a number of Kiwis: Clayton Friend, Gary Freeman, Brendan Tudor, the baby safe face, the assassin, Tarawa Nikau. Yes. I think Tarawa Nikau's had the greatest mullet of all time. I've That's got a great nomination. Six eight eight. Bully in Rabina. I love this. Tino Fasua Malawi has an excellent mullet. Yeah. He's, he's got a ripper. Mm. And the other one is Ryan Pappenhausen. Yeah, we've got a lot of votes here for Pappy as well. Yeah, Daniel from oh, Prairie Wood. This is never going to end. Yeah, I know. This is never. I've, I've opened up a can of hair, haven't I? Yeah. Uh, I've got to go to a break. This is Sports Day. Uh, when we come back, got some news around Mitch Johnson and David Warner. Oh. I'm just kidding. Don't hang up. Don't go anywhere. The all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. This is Sports Day. We'll be back in a moment. 
The all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. This is Sports Day. Yeah, welcome to the second hour of Sports Day. Hey, by the way, BBL 13 kicks off tomorrow. Catch Game 1 live and exclusive across the SCN network and via the SCN app as the Brisbane Heat take on... Take on the Melbourne stuff. Mate, I can't look at you like that. What? You got a bit of salmon in the corner. <laughs> you look like you've just caught a salmon with your bare teeth. You look like bare grills. Tuts, <laughs> do you have anything besides salmon for dinner? No, it's usually. Oh, it's gross, four Daddy, or five isn't it? A week. It's gross. It can't so, be good for your system. Really? No, no. when you got gout. Salmon? Yeah. Pretty hey, good for you. Welcome to our two nutrient ag solutions going further for Australian farmers. Uh, we'll get to a sports update in just uh, a moment. But, geez, we've got a lot of texts coming through, and we love them, 0457 736 736. Or uh, if you're in New Zealand, double eight double three, or you can call 1300 01117. Do we have to go to Glenn, or am I going to do some texts first? Just one really quick one. Stewie was talking about the Catewell situation and whether the Broncos should let him, and, and we have our opinions. If I was at the Broncos, I wouldn't let him go. I just think he's, he's too important. Yeah. Um, he says, guys, the Broncos, if they have any ethics, they'll let Kate will go. Let's not forget Walsh. The Warriors did the right thing there for Walsh and the Broncos. Couldn't agree more. Mm, good text, Jim. Yeah, couldn't agree more, mate. Um, I talked about I don't know whether teams like the Bronx will make the top four next year because I just – You're off your head. But no, but I don't know who's going to be there. I, I reckon, I'm with you. Are you serious? Penrith and Warriors, for me, I reckon – They're locks. They're locks for the top four, right? Mm. I just don't know who the other two teams in the top four, and I don't know about the Broncos. And, you know, I, I'm worried about whether Reynolds can play a whole year. The body's getting old. He's a great player. I'm not, not turning bad, on him. It's actually probably not a bad thing if he doesn't play all year. Plus, you've got the origin. You've got the hangover from the disappointed, disappointment of this year. Plus, you've lost one of the great front rowers in Flegler to the Dolphins. Mm. Hey, boys. So, mm. yeah. I'll throw it up to you. If the Bulldogs don't make the top eight, in 2024, oh, is that the end of don't. Cameron? No, we don't talk about no, coaches don't. going, mate. We don't do that. Uh, you can you you <laughs> can go on NRL 180, <laughs> right? We don't speculate about coaches. That's not our game. Welcome to NRL 180, dissecting the big talking points from half the. Angle. He's on fire tonight, Daddy. No, but like mate, just, just no, we don't talk about it, mate. Don't no, even. Okay, recruit, we don't recruit wise. What? Yes, have, Gus should go. Have I agree. Recruit, <laughs> have they recruited well? Well, they've recruited a lot of utilities, which actually can sometimes really work for your squad. The There's no scrum. But, but they're just hoping not to knock the ball on at all. Um, but, yeah, no, uh, I don't mind their signings. They're all right. I just, yeah, I'm not quite sure. I'm not quite sure where I am. I'm at with the Bulldogs. I, I think they're confident they're heading in the right way, the right direction. It's a, it's always they've got to make. The it's act. always a long-winded project when when Gus is invo- involved, and he did it at Penrith. What? He did it for, at Penrith, and Penrith are tasting a lot of success. Not all of it, but some of the seeds were. Um, should we should we solicit for text messages if no. they don't make the eight? Should Gus go? No, just no. Should Gus just go? Let's go to Glenn. No, I don't want to go to Glenn. Hi, gents. Agree, with Woogie. This is re the Broncos. Yeah. However, Reynolds is similar to Sean Johnson. Season rests on those two. I, I, I agree with this. Think if Turbo stays fit, think Manly will get top six. Paul from Belrose. 
Thank you, Paul. Uh, yes, couple... Turbo is he's, he's that influential. He, uh, yeah, I agree. Yeah. Mate, I hope Turbo has a fully fit year and he's playing for the Blues again this year. They, um, they were amazing when he was just roaming around Townsville Stadium. Yep. You remember that? Yep. How good was that? Yeah. Uh, Cobbo's not a centre. Like Daddy Vass ain't a member. The grade three carry-on by Daddy is like he's been a 10-year-plus Broncos member. Cannot agree with you any more, Stormy Daniel. Oh, that hurts. You don't get... Well, make it should you... hurt. That's why you get, in, you get you should get ashamed and embarrassed into getting a membership to your club. I am getting Boom. one. I've when? asked for one from Santa. Mm. You haven't been good, though. Yeah, and, mate, you've got to stop. Seriously, you creep. You've got to stop going and sitting on Santa's lap every weekend. Yeah. All right? Geez, Woogie, you certainly not typical of South supporters. Real ones never say die, and if you've got off them before the off-season, that's from TB. Mate, I'm always like this. You know that, Sats, don't you? What's that? I always downplay the Rabbitohs. Yeah, rabbitos. you do, yeah. It's the reverse psychology. Nah, it's nervous. Mm. It, 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 it's not pension day, is it? I thought that was tomorrow. Uh, it is tomorrow. Well, Rooster Muzz is saying it's today. He's usually on the mark too, Rooster Muzz. I think he's got someone else's pension day marked on his calendar. <laughs> Glenn, are you there? Oh, I'm here. Thanks, yeah, Judge. Hey, Sats, can I yeah. just have Sats, can I just have a quick chat with you, mate? Just yeah, hang up. No, that, not hang up. I mean, just you and I, mate. Yeah, absolutely. Where have you been, Glenn? You haven't been around the last mate, couple of days. I've been trying to get through, but anyway, mm-hmm. phone's been ringing hot today. But given yep. your, you've really struggled with your last laugh, with your apart from your ear crackling joke about a week ago. Yeah, I've got something that, with permission of my Next door neighbour and manager, Hoverboard Pete, Hoverboard myself. Pete, you yeah, may hear yep. this tonight, my friend. Yep. So, why is it in golf that you were in and not on the fairway? You were on and not in the tree. You were in and not on the bunker. You were in and not on the rough. Oh, for God's Yet you're sake. on the scoreboard and not in it. Merry Christmas, listener, and my thousands of followers, and my book what will fill all your Christmas. Yeah. Was, what the hell was that? No, he won then. He got to the end. He it's won not a com- oh, Mate, I can't even push the button tonight. No, he, he won that. Daddy, will you sleep at the wheel? <laughs> I thought the joke was going somewhere. I thought no, it, was not, it wasn't a joke. You know it never goes that anywhere. Riddle. That wasn't a joke. That was a riddle. It's what was the, the riddle? Laugh. It's not called the last riddle. I don't know. What was the riddle then? Explain I, I it to know. me. Satsy? I fell asleep halfway through it. I don't know. <laughs> but I, I like his gear. I do like it. God, you're the only one. Um, Sats, dogs will have a great State Cup team. That's from Matt. Now, um, we got one here also. The Warriors have to go all in for 24 because there's a chance Adam Fanua Blake's going to go on 25. Yeah, one right. of yep. top two best front rows in the comp, maybe. Top three, Payne Haas and James Fisher-Harrison and Adam Fanua Blake. The hype in New Zealand has never been stronger since 95. Their first year in the comp. Up the wires, we need more depth in the hooker and the centre. Max the cap out, 24. Has to be their best shot to make a grand final. Pistol Pete, 30 minutes out of Christchurch. One hour to Hamner Springs. That's a good text, I've got to say, Pistol Pete. Um, yeah. Because you have got a bit a bit more a bit more depth in the centres with Roger Tuovasashek coming back. And if he ends up going back to fullback, he'll just do a immediate swap with Shans Nichols. Mm-hmm. Star, and you got Luke Metcalf to come back and hopefully, fingers crossed, play a full season. Then you got the depth of Chanel Harris DeVita as well as coming back from his year off. Uh, get a little bit more depth, but I do agree with you around the hooking position. Wade Egan's a tremendous hooker. 
that you need, yeah, need a, a couple more there as well. Mate, they're looking good. Mm. Absolutely good. Hey, uh, Snowy, not employed or sponsored by uh, Amazon. Oh, is it good? No, there it is. Uh, following up from yesterday, all ICC men, women, champions trophy, under-19s, World Test Championships, 448 games included in Amazon Prime membership. No additional charges. It's not much a month. But it's about 10 bucks. Yeah, something it? like that. Yeah, it's not much. Yeah, but you put it on top of everything else. Uh, yeah, anyway, look, uh, they, they've got to make money, the ICC. So mm. um, you add Turbo and Brooks to the Manly team that finished three points out of the finals last year. They'll finish higher than Warriors. Andrew says that. Hey, I've got about that. Brooks going there as well. Is, is this the first time he could play finals? He's never played finals in his whole time at the West Tigers. Even the year that he got Dally M hook, uh, halfback of the year, which was only a few years ago, I might add. He didn't play finals. Yeah, so he's never played finals. And you, you sometimes wonder, does that scar you? But, um, you know, going to, going to Manly, he's got a really good coach. Anthony Seabold's a very, very good coach. Mm. He's got some really good players around him to help him get out of that mindset and not so much have so much scar tissue. And, and Daly Cherry Evans and Luke Brooks, I think, I think Luke Brooks will just be able to worry about Luke Brooks. Luke Brooks does really well, which he's got a good left foot kicking game. But he's, he's super quick. Super quick, and if he can just worry about running, yeah. Daly will just take care of everything else. Yeah, well, I'll tell you where Brooks was horrible this year. Mm-hmm. Game management in the opposition it, 20. Well, it's it just, was terrible. But it's just not his game. It, it's, And people say, oh, you On got, a million dollars a year, it's yep, not your game. That's I, that's pretty ordinary. Yeah, but when you're the halfback of the year, Daly M halfback of the year, that's when you can command big money. And then some clubs whether it's right or wrong, are willing to pay it. You can't blame the player for that. You've got to blame the club. But I don't, I don't he's, know. He's never been a player. He's never been a player that wants the, the responsibility to take the game by the scruff of the neck. And sometimes there's nothing wrong with that when you've got another half alongside you that's willing to do it. That's, that's, I don't know many experienced halfbacks who wouldn't be able to ice a situation inside the opposition's top inside their 20. Yeah, imagine... You, you know what I mean? Like, for a bloke who's played that much rugby league... You also got to... There's also the players around you as well. Oh, I understand yeah. that. Mm. I understand that. So you reckon his role at Manly is... He doesn't have to worry about that. DCE will manage the team inside the opposition's... Okay, 20, and he just does what he does. He runs, and he's... And a lot of his passes will just be going, okay, here's early ball to Tommy Trebojevic. I'll let you do what you've got to do. And I'll just support and use my speed. I hope you're right. Jury's out from me, but I hope you're right. I hope he does finally crack the finals mm. and we see, you know, Brooksy back in, in form. Hey, there's some news around. Sorry. Sorry, boys. I was just going to say, he, he probably will have a better year because now he's got a barbecue. He loves his barbecue. Oh, right. I wasn't around for that chat. I, yeah. Okay. Oh, you know, he got a barbecue for... He got a barbecue his for leaving, West yeah. Tigers, yeah. yeah. He apparently loves his barbecuing. So. Right. Less pressure on him. No, he's not barbecuing with James Maloney. Uh, the most beautiful permed mullet is Dallin Wittini Zelezniak from 673. Oh, it's good. It looks dirty, though. It does. Yeah, oh, it does. speaking of dirty. Who? Uh, old mate from the Sharks. That mullet stinks, apparently. Oh, Nick... But is Nico's a mullet? Yeah, it is. It's really just a Heath Ledger look. Like, it's that dirty, scruffy hair look. Look. Um, I want to um, ask you a question. Are you outraged? Are you upset? Um, read the controversy around the uh, Cricket Australian, uh, the Australian cricket team's 
shirts for the upcoming summer? Because apparently there's a lot of controversy around today that the white one, the test shirt, the test shirt yeah. doesn't look white enough. What? What do you mean? Well, apparently this is what they're saying. There's been uh, controversy because there's it's not all white. Can you remember once upon a time when the test the test shirt was the button shirt? Yeah. Like, oh, how could you forget and Lily they're, bowl, and running they're in so the bowl. big, they're just oversized. And um, yeah, we've got a sponsor on the front, which is what Toyota. There's always a sponsor. There's a fairly big Toyota emblem, which is pretty, which is, I mean, we got used to the, the numbers and the names on the back of the test shirts. I've so never it's understood why. the numbers in cricket. Why? Well, but you see the numbers today in the Prime Minister's 11. If you could get past Albo taking a bloody a selfie with people, but get to work, you bum. Each player. Rep, the number on their back was the different interest rates. <laughs> so there's enough players to represent every interest rate for the year. I reckon you're right. Anyway, they, they had the players' numbers on the back of their shirts, but no name. But I don't understand why cricket players have to have numbers. Like, what's, I don't mind it, mate. I, 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 I don't mind it. I don't care. I, I really don't care yeah, whether I, it's on there or not. Yeah, true. They're a bigger fish I'm, to fry. I think I'm just yelling at a cloud. I know. Get mm. back to work, Albo, you mm. bum. Uh, anyway... Uh, Come on. And I'm looking at a photo of it now. You are too, Sats. Yeah. It's mainly white with a logo on it, an ASICS logo as well, obviously the manufacturer. And it's got some green trim. Mm. What What is wrong with people? Are people like sitting there going, right, what am I going to whinge about today? Well, that's usually you. I know. <laughs> James Fisher-Harris, this is good news. Came the first front runner, front rower, I should say, to win the Golden Boot since its inception in 1984. Yeah, it's it's outstanding, isn't it? Um, can, can I can I ask a front question? Ro- to see a front rower win it, it's a little bit like the Dally M. We, I mean, I know Jason Taumalolo won it, and there's an argument that he's sort of a, a lock slash a front rower, but no no front rower has won the 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 Dally M, and but it's, so it's great to see a front rower winner win an award like this. Yeah, what were we going to say? So how's it how's it worked out? Because eighty four was the first year, and it was, a, it was really a concept a little bit like the Immortals in eighty one. No, but how's it how's it done today? Do you collect points? Is it like a Dally M of international rugby league, or how, how it's does only it... it used to be gauged on your your club form and right. your representative form, and then six or seven years ago might be about then um, they just decided it was just going to be on international rugby league in the calendar year. Is that it? Yeah. So right. England played three tests versus Tonga. Right. New Zealand, Australia, and the other nations played against uh, each other in the Pacific Championships, and well, they got it right. You know, there's. It was devastating for the Kiwis. Yeah, it, he led them well, and yep. he's, you know, everyone talks about Payne Haas and Adam Fanua Blake like we do. Yeah. This guy just keeps on. No, he was good. He's one of the most consistent players yep. in the NRL. So, yep. yeah, well done. And, and also uh, Georgia George, Hale yeah. from the Titans yeah. winning the women's. And uh, Jeremy Burson uh, for the wheelchair also won the award. Yep. Um, let's get on to the Bulldogs. Great text here from Pinnacle. Is it true that Alinta withdrew their sponsorship from the Aussie <laughs> cricket team to sponsor the Bulldogs because they are a utility company? Oh. Text of the week. Right <laughs> that's, that's good. I like that. I like that, Penny. That's very smart. I like that. Matty Goodwin, great mullet. Yeah, FP. We've had a lot of votes for, for Matty Goodwin, actually, haven't we? Um, I want to go back to this. I want to talk about uh, the Bulldogs and Cameron yep. Serraldo um, and, and, and about the amount of utilities at the club. He had this to say. They probably, a few of those guys, have played that utility role at the clubs they've been at, you know, more to, to find opportunities. Um, the way I, Kurt Mann, I feel, is a genuine utility. I think he's one of the best utilities in the game, and we've bought him for that. I think he's a really good lock forward, and he, you know, when he started there for Newcastle, 
over the last few years. He's um, shown some real real quality about the way he goes about it. But, you know, we've, we've signed him as a utility. But Jamin Salmon, we've signed him as a back rower. He's developed into that and he's done with Penrith and came a long way. He still does feel in it time, time to time at 5'8". and does a good job, but I see him as a... A genuine back row in the way that Wade Graham went from 5'8 to back row many what? years ago. Um, Connor Tracy, you know, he's got utility value because he's had to fill a number of positions for the Sharks. Um, but he's a he's a fullback and centre in my eyes. And, you know, wherever he plays, he, he, he brings a lot of energy to that position and goes 100 miles an hour. And I really like that about him. But um, I suppose guys do play that utility role until they knuckle down a position and, and cement that spot. And some, some of our guys have had to do that at the clubs they've been at, but we're really hoping they can come here and um, use the experiences they've had and nail down those positions that we're speaking about. Just looking at your reaction, hearing that, Sats, I think you're pretty good with most of it, but Salmon as a back rower? He does use a really good example of Wade Graham, who was a 5'8", and moved into yeah. that sort of left-side back rower, left-foot kicker, um, but Wade Graham had a lot more skill than, than and there's a lot more, he loved the confrontation a lot more than what Jamin Salmon does. Uh, that surprised me, Jamin Salmon as a, as a back row, but, you know, he's, he's obviously working with him and, and to see something there. If, if, if anything, if Jamin Salmon was a back row, probably more of a lock forward where he can right. play like a second 5'8", which is yep. one of his natural positions. But you look at their signings, you've got Bronxton Cherry, who's coming back from suspension. Uh, you've got Jake Turpin, who's a, a really handy hooker. Connor Tracy, you mentioned Blake Taff, you would like to think would be maybe fullback. If not, he would be either a halfback or, again, number 14. Jamin Salmon, who's a, a utility. Kurt Mann, utility. Drew Hutchinson, I think he is a left a left side back row, a little bit like a Johnny Sutton like. Yeah. Um, so another utility. Josh Curran, another utility as well. Stephen Crichton, who's just, you, you put him anywhere, Steve Crichton. Yeah. Freak. What yeah. a team. It's it's a good actually a good group of signings. It's just it's where you play them, and are they a specialist in the position that they're going to start the year at? What I'd like to see the Bulldogs do when they run out with their jerseys on and the numbers, yeah, is when they get out there because they're all utilities. It's just to bugger the opposition up. Yep. Swap jerseys after kickoff. Why? Because then the opposition don't know where all these utilities playing. Like, well, hang on a minute ago, he had the three jersey on. You can't do that. Now he's got the 13. It's against the rules. You're not allowed to do it. Oh, you can do it. You can do it. <laughs> it's the Bulldogs. Mate, if anyone can make that happen, it's Gus. Mm. Your mate, Gus. Uh, before we go to the break, just very quickly, um, this is the question everybody wants answered. Where is Serraldo playing Burton? It's up to Matt, really. Look, um, you know, what? we all know what talent Matt has. And, but, you know, there's some areas in his game that we want him to work on. And he's, he's working really hard on them. But... Matt can do anything he wants when he puts his mind to it. And um, he's showing some really good signs right now. But he's also a genuine team guy and you know, will make decisions in the best interest of the team. And, and he's really all about that as well. Mm. Yeah, I'm, I don't know. He can do, play wherever he wants. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, if he, he, if he plays wherever he wants, he's going to play six. Because um, whether we, we agree what with some of the reports over the last couple of weeks, he doesn't want to play centre. He went there to play play 5-8, which yeah. was his position growing up as well. Um, but it's a completely different ball game when you're playing NRL at a, as a number six compared to your junior reps. So, uh, again, I've I've always seen him as a running player. It's always Dallium centre of the year. Uh, but I, I've always seen him as a as a lock forward. As a, I've mentioned a lot of players as lock forwards. Uh, but I think it forces him to run as a lock. 
forces him to engage the line and, and pass when he needs to. The Bulldogs team of lock forwards. Yeah, in exactly. Right, got to go to a break. This is Sports Day. When we come back, I promise you, I've got some riveting Mitch Johnson, Candace Warner, You've Dave gone there, Warner. You? You've gone there. What do you mean? You're going back there, aren't you? Oh, mate, I can't. I, I can't get enough of it. Mm. I am frothing this fight. On the Matildas lost 1-0 to Yeah, Canada. they did. Yeah, don't ruin a good moment. What? I'm hooking and teasing. It's what everyone wants to know about. Yeah. Is the, the, the Warner-Mitchell-Johnson fight. The stoush between the, two... The fallout. The fallout. Yep. From two people that no one really cares about. <laughs> we'll get to that next. And it was, yes, of course, the, the, the Matildas did lose to Canada in their second game, 1-0. Mm. Much better than the 5-0 loss earlier in the week. This is Sports Day. Back in a moment with things that make the you... The all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. This is Sports Day. We'll be back in a moment. The all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. This is Sports Day. Yeah, welcome to the second hour of Sports Day. Hey, by the way, BBL 13 kicks off tomorrow. Catch Game 1 live and exclusive across the SCN network and via the SCN app as the Brisbane Heat take on take on the Melbourne stuff. Mate, I can't look at you like that. What? you got a bit of salmon in the corner. <laughs> you look like you've just caught a salmon with your bare teeth. You look like Bear grills. Tuts, do you have anything besides salmon for dinner? No, it's usually... Oh, it's gross, Daddy, isn't it? a week. It's gross. It can't so, be good for your system. Really? No, ah. when you got gout? Salmon? Yeah. Pretty hey, good for you. Welcome to our two nutrient ag solutions going further for Australian farmers. Uh, we'll get to a sports update in just uh, a moment, but, geez, we've got a lot of texts coming through, and we love them, 0457 736 736. Or uh, if you're in New Zealand, double eight double three, or you can call 1300 01117. Do we have to go to Glenn or am I going to do some text first? Just one really quick one. Stewie was talking about the Capewell situation and whether the Broncos should let him. And, and we have our opinions. If I was at the Broncos, I wouldn't let him go. I just think he's, he's too important. Yep. Um, he says, guys, the Broncos, if they have any ethics, they'll let Capewell go. Let's not forget Walsh. The Warriors did the right thing there for Walsh and the Broncos. Couldn't agree more. Mm, good text, Jim. Yeah, couldn't agree more, mate. Um, I talked about... I don't know whether teams like the Bronx will make the top four next year because I just... You're off your head. But no, but I don't know who's going to be there. I, I re- I'm with you. Are you serious? Penrith and Warriors, for me, I reckon... They're locks. They're locks for the top four, right? Mm. I just don't know who the other two teams in the top four. And I don't know about the Broncos. And, you know, I, I'm worried about whether Reynolds can play a whole year. The body's getting old. He's a great player. I'm probably not, not turning bad, on him. It's actually probably not a bad thing if he doesn't play all year. Plus, you got the origin. You got the hangover from the disappointed disappointment of this year. Plus, you've lost one of the great front rowers in Flegler to the Dolphins. Mm. Hey, boys. So, mm. yeah, I'll throw it up to you. If the Bulldogs don't make the top eight in twenty twenty four, is that the end of don't. Cameron? No, we don't talk about no, coaches no, going, mate. We don't do that. Uh, you can you you can go on NRL one eighty. <laughs> Right? We don't speculate about coaches. That's not our game. 
Welcome to NRL 180. Dissecting the big talking points from half the end. He's on fire tonight, Daddy. No, but I just, just... No, we don't talk about it, mate. Don't no, even... Okay. Recruit, we don't. Recruit-wise. What? Yes, have Gus should go. Have I agree. Recruit, <laughs> have they recruited well? Well, they've recruited a lot of utilities, which actually can sometimes really work for your squad. The There's no scrum. But... <laughs> They're just hoping not to knock the ball on at all. Um, but, yeah, no, uh, I don't mind their signings. They're all right. I just, yeah, I'm not quite sure. I'm not quite sure where I am. I'm at with the Bulldogs. I, I think they're confident they're heading in the right way, the right direction. It's, a, it's always – They've got to make it. It's effort. always a long-winded project when, when Gus is involved. And he did it at Penrith. What? He did it for, at Penrith. And Penrith are tasting a lot of success. Not all of it, but some of the seeds were um, – Should be – should we solicit for text messages if no. they don't make the eight? Should Gus go? No, just no. Should Gus just go? Let's go to Glenn. No, I don't want to go to Glenn. Hi, gents. Agree with Woogie. This is Ree the Broncos. Yeah. However, Reynolds is similar to Sean Johnson. Season rests on those two. I, I, I agree with this. Think if Turbo stays fit, think Manly will get top six. Paul from Belrose. Thank you, Paul. Uh, yes, Turbo is he's, he's that influential. He, uh, yeah, I agree. Yeah. Mate, I hope Turbo has a fully fit year, and he's playing for the Blues again this year. They, um, they were amazing when he was just roaming around Townsville Stadium. Yep. Remember that? Yep. How good was that? Yeah. Uh, Cobbo's not a centre. Like, Daddy Vass ain't a member. The grade <laughs> three carry-on by Daddy is like he's been a 10-year-plus Broncos member. Cannot agree with you any more, Stormy Daniel. Oh, that hurts. You don't get... Well, make, it should you, hurt. That's why you, get in, you, get, you should get ashamed and embarrassed into getting a membership to your club. I am getting Boom. one. I've when? asked for one from Santa. Mm. You haven't been good, though. Yeah, and, mate, you've got to stop. Seriously, you creep. You've got to stop going sitting on Santa's lap every weekend. Yeah. All right? Geez, Woogie, you certainly not typical of South supporters. Real ones never say die, and if you've got off them before the off-season, that's from TB. Mate, I'm always like this. You know that, Sats, don't you? What's that? I always downplay the rabbit. Yeah, you do. Yeah, it's the I get reverse nervous. psychology. Nah, it's nervous. Mm. It, 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 it's not pension day, is it? I thought that was tomorrow. Uh, it is tomorrow. Well, Rooster Muzz is saying it's today. He's usually on the mark too, Rooster Muzz. I think he's got someone else's pension day marked on his calendar. <laughs> Glenn, are you there? Oh, I'm here. Thanks, yeah, Justin. Pension hey, Sats, can, yeah. can I just have a quick chat with you, mate? Just, yeah, hang up. No, that, not hang up. I mean, just you and I, mate. Yeah, absolutely. Where have you been, Glenn? You haven't been around the last Mate, couple of days. I've been trying to get through, but anyway, mm-hmm. the phone's been ringing hot today. But given yep. your, you've really struggled with your last laugh, with your, apart from your ear-crackling joke about a week ago, Yeah, I've got something that, with permission of my next-door neighbour and manager, Hoverboard Pete, Hoverboard myself, Pete, you yeah, may yep. use tonight, my friend. Yep. So why is it in golf that you were in and not on the fairway? You were on and not in the tree, you were in and not on the bunker, you were in and not on the rough, oh, for God's yet you're sake. on the scoreboard and not in it. Merry Christmas, listener, and my thousands of followers, and my book what will fill all your questions. That was, what the hell was that? No, he won then. He got to the end. He it's won not a comp- oh, Mate, I can't even push the button tonight. No, he, he won that. Daddy, will you sleep at the wheel? <laughs> I thought the joke was going somewhere. I thought no, it, was so it wasn't a joke. You know it never goes that anywhere. Riddle. That wasn't a joke. That was a riddle. It's what was the, the riddle? Laugh. It's not called the last riddle. I don't know. What was the riddle then? Explain I, I it to know. me. Satsy? I fell asleep halfway through it. I don't know. 
but I, I like his gear. I do like it. God, you're the only one. Um, Sats, dogs will have a great state cup team. That's from Matt. Now, um, we got one here also. The Warriors have to go all in for 24 because there's a chance Adam Fanua Blake's going to go on 25. Yeah, one right. of yep. top two best front rows in the comp, maybe top three. Payne Haas and James Fisher Harris and, and Adam Fanua Blake. The hype in New Zealand has never been stronger since 95, their first year in the comp. Up the wires, we need more depth in the hooker and the centre. Max the cap out 24, has to be their best shot to make a grand final. Pistol Pete. 30 minutes out of Christchurch, one hour to Hamner Springs. That's a good text, I've got to say, Pistol Pete. Um, yeah. Because you have got a bit of, bit more bit more depth in the centres with Roger Tuovasa-Shek coming back. And if he ends up going back to fullback, he'll just do a immediate swap with Shans Nichols, Klukstar. Mm. And you've got Luke Metcalf to come back and hopefully, fingers crossed, play a full season. Then you've got the depth of Chanel Harris-DeVita as well as coming back from his year off. Uh, get a little bit more depth, but I do agree with you around the hooking position. Wade Egan's a tremendous hooker, but you need, yeah, need a, a couple more there as well. Mate, they're looking good. Mm. Absolutely good. Hey, uh, Snowy, not employed or sponsored by uh, Amazon. Oh, is it good? No, there it is. Uh, following up from yesterday, all ICC men, women, champions trophy, under-19s, World Test Championships, 448 games included in Amazon Prime membership. No additional charges. It's not much a month. Well, it's about 10 bucks. Yeah, something it? like that. Yeah, it's not much. Yeah, but you put it on top of everything else. Uh, yeah, anyway, look, uh, they, they've got to make money, the ICC. So mm. um, you add Turbo and Brooks to the Manly team that finished three points out of the finals last year. They'll finish higher than Warriors. Andrew says that. Hey, I forgot about that. Brooks going there as well. Is, is this the first time he could play finals? He's never played finals in his whole time at the West Tigers. Even the year that he got Dallium uh, halfback of the year, which was only a few years ago, I might add. He didn't play finals. Yeah, so he's never played finals. And you, you sometimes wonder, does that scar you? But, um, you know, going to, going to Manly, he's got a really good coach. Anthony Seabold's a very, very good coach. Mm. He's got some really good players around him to help him get out of that mindset and not so much have so much scar tissue. And, and Daly Cherry Evans and Luke Brooks, I think, I think Luke Brooks will just be able to worry about Luke Brooks. Luke Brooks does really well, which he's got a good left foot kicking game. But he's he's super quick, super quick. And if he can just worry about running, yeah. Daly will just take care of everything else. Yeah, well, I'll tell you where Brooks was horrible this year. Mm-hmm. Game management in the opposition it, 20. Well, it, it just, was terrible. But it's just not his game. It, it's... And people say, oh, you On got- a million dollars a year, it's yep. not your game. That's, that's pretty ordinary. Yeah, but when you're the halfback of the year, Dallium halfback of the year, that's when you can command big money. And then some clubs, whether it's right or wrong, are willing to pay it. You can't blame the player for that. You've got to blame the club. But I don't, I don't he's, know. He's never been a player. He's never been a player that wants the, the responsibility to take the game by the scruff of the neck. And sometimes there's nothing wrong with that when you've got another half alongside you that's willing to do it. That's, that's, I don't know many experienced halfbacks who wouldn't be able to ice a situation inside the opposition's top, inside their 20. Yeah, imagine. You, you know what I mean? Like, for a bloke who's played that much rugby league. You also got to, there's also the players around you as well. Oh, I understand yeah. that. Mm. I understand that. So you reckon his role at Manly is he doesn't have to worry about that DCE or manage the team inside the opposition's, okay, 20, and he just does what he does. He runs, and he's and a lot of his passes will just be going. Okay, here's early ball to Tommy Trebojevic. I'll let you do what you've got to do. 
and I'll just support and use my support. I hope you're right. Jury's out from me, but I hope you're right. I I hope he does finally crack the finals Mm. and we see, you know, Brooksy back in in form. Hey, there's some news around. Sorry. Sorry, boys. I was just going to say, he he probably will have a better year because now he's got a barbecue. He loves his barbecue. Oh, right. I wasn't around for that chat. I, yeah. Okay. Oh, you know, he got a barbecue for... He got a barbecue his for leaving, the West yeah. Tigers, yeah. yeah. He apparently loves his barbecuing. So less, right. less pressure on him. No, he's not barbecuing with James Maloney. Uh, the most beautiful permed mullet is Dallin Wattini Zelezniak from 673. Oh, it's good. It looks dirty, though. It does. Yeah, oh, it does. speaking of dirty. Who? Uh, old mate from the Sharks. That mullet stinks, apparently. Oh, Nick... But is Nico's a mullet? Yeah, it is. It's really just a Heath Ledger look. Like, it's that dirty, scruffy hair look. Look. Um, I want to um, ask you a question. Are you outraged? Are you upset? Um, read the controversy around the uh, Cricket Australian, uh, the Australian cricket team's what? shirts for the upcoming summer? Because apparently there's a lot of controversy around today that's the white one. The test shirt. The test shirt yeah. doesn't look white enough. What? What do you mean? Well, apparently, this is what they're saying. There's been uh, controversy because there's, it's not all white. Can you remember once upon a time when the test, the test shirt was the button shirt? Yeah. Like, oh, how could you forget? And Lily they were, bowl, and they were so bowl. big, they're just oversized, and um, yeah, they've got a sponsor on the front, which is what Toyota. There's always a sponsor. There's a fairly big Toyota emblem, which is pretty, which is, I mean, we got used to the the numbers and the names on the back of the test shirts. I've so it's why the numbers in cricket. Why? Well, but you see the numbers today in the Prime Minister's 11. If you could get past Albo taking a bloody a selfie with people. But get to work, you bum. Each player, rep, the number on their back was the different interest rates. <laughs> so there's enough players to represent every interest rate for the year. I reckon you're right. Anyway, they, they had the players' numbers on the back of their shirts, but no name. But I don't understand why cricket players have to have numbers. Like what's, I don't mind it, mate. I I, I, mean, I, I don't mind it. I don't care. I, I really don't care yeah, whether it's on there or not. Yeah, true. They're a bigger fish I'm, to fry. I think I'm just yelling at a cloud. I know. Get mm. back to work, Albo, you mm. bum. Uh, anyway, oh, come on. It, and I'm looking at a photo of it now. You are too, Sats. Yeah. It's mainly white with a logo on it, an ASICS logo as well, obviously the manufacturer. And it's got some green trim. Mm. What What is wrong with people? Are people like sitting there going, right, what am I going to whinge about today? Well, that's usually you. I know. <laughs> James Fisher-Harris, this is good news. Came the first front runner, front row, I should say, to win the Golden Boot since its inception in 1984. Yeah, it's, it's outstanding, isn't it? Um, can, can, the, I, can I ask a question row, To see a front rower win it, it's a little bit like the Dally M. We, I mean, I know Jason Taumalalo won it, and there's an argument that he's sort of a, a lock slash a front rower. But no, no front rower has won the, the, the Dally M. And it's, so it's great to see a front row winner win an award like this. Yeah, what were we going to say? So how's it how's it worked out? Because so eighty four was the first year, and it was, a, it was really a concept a little bit like the Immortals in eighty one. No, but how's it how's it done today? Do you collect points? Is it like a Dally M of international rugby league, or how, how does it's it... only it used to be gauged on your your club form and right. your representative form, and then six or seven years ago might be about then. Um, they just decided it was just going to be on International Rugby League in the calendar year. Is that it? Yeah. So right. England played three tests versus Tonga. Right. New Zealand, Australia, and the other nations played against uh, each other in the Pacific Championships. And, well, they got it right. You know, there's 
He's look, devastating for the Kiwis. Yeah, he, he led them well. And yep. he's, you know, everyone talks about Payne Haas and Adam Fanua Blake like we do. Yeah. This guy just keeps on. No, he was good. He's one of the most consistent players yep. in the NRL. So, yep. yeah, yeah, well done. And, and also, uh, Georgia Hale yeah. from the Titans yeah. winning the women's. And uh, Jeremy Burson uh, for the wheelchair also won the award. Yep. Um, let's get on to the Bulldogs. Great text here from Pinnacle. Is it true that Alinta withdrew their sponsorship from the Aussie cricket team to sponsor the Bulldogs because they are a utility company? Oh, text of the week. Right there. <laughs> that's, that's good. I like that. I like that, Penny. That's very smart. I like that. Matty Goodwin, great mullet. Yeah, FP. We've had a lot of votes for, for Matty Goodwin, actually, haven't we? Um, I want to go back to this. I want to talk about uh, the Bulldogs and Cameron yeah. Serraldo, Um and, and, and about the amount of utilities at the club. He had this to say. They probably, a few of those guys, have played that utility role at the clubs they've been at, you know, more to, to find opportunities. Um, the way I, Kurt Mann, I feel, is a genuine utility. I think he's one of the best utilities in the game, and we've bought him for that. I think he's a really good lock forward, and he, you know, when he started there for Newcastle over the last few years, he's um, shown some real real quality about the way he goes about it. But, you know, we've, we've signed him as a utility. But Jamin Salmon, we've signed him as a back rower. He's developed into that in his time at Penrith and came a long way. He still does fill in at time, time to time at 5'8". and does a good job, but I see him as a, a genuine back rower in the way that Wade Graham went from 5'8 to back row many what? years ago. Um, Connor Tracy, you know, he's got utility value because he's had to fill a number of positions for the Sharks. Um, but he's a, he's a fullback and centre in my eyes. And... You know, wherever he plays, he, he, he brings a lot of energy to that position and goes 100 miles an hour, and I really like that about him. But um, I suppose guys do play that utility role until they knuckle down a position and, and cement that spot, and some, some of our guys have had to do that at the clubs they've been at, but we're really hoping they can come here and um, use the experiences they've had and nail down those positions that we're speaking about. Just looking at your reaction hearing that, Sats, I think you're pretty good with most of it, but... Salmon as a back rower? He does use a really good example of Wade Graham, who was a 5'8", and moved into yeah. that sort of left side back rower, left foot kicker. Um, but Wade Graham had a lot more skill than... than and was a lot more... He loved the confrontation a lot more than what Jamin Salmon does. Uh, that surprised me, Jamin Salmon as a, as a back rower. But, you know, he's, he's obviously working with him and, and to see something there. If, if, if anything, if Jamin Salmon was a back rower, probably more of a lock forward where he can right. play like a second 5'8", which is... Yep. One of his natural positions. But you look at their signings. You've got Bronxton Cherry, who's coming back from suspension. Uh, you've got Jake Turpin, who's a, a really handy hooker. Connor Tracy, you mentioned. Blake Taff, you would like to think, would be maybe fullback. If not, he would be either a halfback or, again, number 14. Jamin Salmon, who's a, a utility. Kurt Mann, utility. Drew Hutchinson. I think he is a left-side left, left side back row, a little bit like a Johnny Sutton like. Yep. Um, so another utility. Josh Curran. Another utility as well, Stephen Crichton, who's just you, you put him anywhere. Steve Crichton, yeah, freak. What yeah. a team! It's a, it's a good, actually a good group of signings. It's just it's where you play them, and are they a specialist in the position that they're going to start the year at? What I'd like to see the Bulldogs do when they run out with their jerseys on and the numbers, yeah, is when they get out there because they're all ut utilities. It's just to bugger the opposition up, yep. swap jerseys after kickoff. Why? Because then the opposition don't know where all these utilities playing. Like, well, hang on, a minute ago, he had the three jersey on. You can't do that. Now he's got the 13. It's against the rules. You're not allowed to do it. Oh, you can do it. You can do it. Don't worry. <laughs> it's the Bulldogs.
Mate, if anyone can make that happen, it's Gus. Mm. Your mate, Gus. Uh, before we go to the break, just very quickly, um, this is the question everybody wants answered. Where is Serraldo playing Burton? It's up to Matt, really. Look, um, you know, what? we all know what talent Matt has and, but, you know, there's some areas in his game that we want him to work on and he's, he's working really hard on them. But Matt can do anything he wants when he puts his mind to it and um, he's showing some really good signs right now. But he's also a genuine team guy and, you know, will make decisions in the best interest of the team and, and he's really all about that as well. Mm. Yeah, I'm, I don't know. He can do, play wherever he wants. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, if he, he, if he plays wherever he wants, he's going to play six. Because um, whether we we agree what with some of the reports over the last couple of weeks, he doesn't want to play centre. He went there to play play five eighth, which yeah. was his position growing up as well. Um, but it's a completely different ball game when you're playing in our role as a number six compared to your junior reps. So uh, again, I've I've always seen him as a running player. It's always Dallium centre of the year, uh, but I I've always seen him as a as a lock forward. As a I've mentioned a lot of players as lock forwards. Uh, but I think it forces him to run as a lock, forces him to engage the line and, and pass when he needs to. The Bulldogs, team of lock forwards. Yeah, in exactly. Right, got to go to a break. This is Sports Day. When we come back, I promise you, I've got some riveting Mitch Johnson, Candace Warner, You've Dave there, Warner. You? You've gone there. What do you mean? You're going back there, aren't you? Oh, mate, I can't, I, I can't get enough of it. Mm. I am frothing this fight. On the Matildas lost 1-0 to Yeah, Canada. they did. Yeah, did they ruin a good moment? What? I'm hooking and teasing. It's what everyone wants to know about. Yeah. Is the, the, the Warner-Mitchell-Johnson fight. The stoush between the, two... The fallout. The fallout. Yep. From two people that no one really cares about. <laughs> we'll get to that next. And it was, yes, of course, the, the, the Matildas did lose to Canada in their second game, 1-0. Mm. Much better than the 5-0 loss earlier. In the week. This is Sports Day. Back in a moment with things that make the you all electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play, building the next generation of legends. This is Sports Day. We'll be back in a moment. We're back for World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play, building the next generation of legends. And Kia. The all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. This is Sports Day. It's one of our favourite segments right up there with Dead or Alive. Give us greatest segment ever. Get lost, Steve. I reckon it was great last night, Daddy. Good job. Uh, 0457 736 736. If you're in Australia and you've got a... Uh, Thing that makes you go, hmm, double eight, double three in NZ. Have you read Rooster Muzz's things that make you go, hmm? No. Go for it. You, I don't think you can read it out. Male ducks have a corkscrew <laughs> shape. No, 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 no. The kids are in the car. Yeah, okay, cool. Okay, my... Um, my question is, how do you know this? Yeah, true. True. Uh, if you see Rooster Muzz what about this? at a park with a pond in a raincoat, run. Yep. What about this news that broke yesterday morning? Burglars broke into the home. Get ready for this, Daddy Vass. Burglars broke into the home of three-time world boxing champion Jeff Fennick. What? Why? Why? You idiot. So apparently going for the car keys like a lot of a lot yep. of them are these days. They've caught the, the two uh, attempted burglars. Mm-hmm. And but this is the thing that I find quite amazing is that he claims it was around sort of 4 o'clock, just after 4 o'clock. 
if you're a boxer mm. or a former boxer, you're used to waking up at that time anyway. So, and out of all so you're the saying houses, it's Jeff's fault. No. So what I'm saying is there is every chance that they're going to jump face the man who's won three world titles. Whose house wouldn't you want to break into? Let's say you're an up-and-coming criminal mm. and you need a car. Yep. You're going to break into someone's house. Mm. I'm, I'm throwing one straight out. Glenn from Newcastle. I'm not breaking into that house. Yeah. God knows what I'd catch. <laughs> and what car? I'd actually leave a donation. Glenn doesn't get COVID. COVID <laughs> gets Glenn. <laughs> I've got one for you. Mitch Johnson flicked yep. from Triple M's cricket coverage. Now, the things that make you go, mmm, about this. I wouldn't break into OJ Simpson's house. Yeah. Oh, oh, come on. Too soon. What? <laughs> too soon. Mm. Mate, was, why was he flicked? This is the thing that's got me going, mmm. There's conspiracy theories going around on the internet today that Candace Warner, who also works at Triple M, had him fired as if she has that much power. But if you're if you work in the media and he's yep. part of your cricket coverage, yep. like Triple M's what he was, yep. with that first test, you'll be rubbing your hands, wouldn't you? Say Absolutely. This is radio gold. I want to hear him call Dave Warner's wicket. Yeah. Even if he's not in the commentary box. Mm. I want him to run back and go. Get stuffed, David Warner. See ya, buddy. Like, get, serve him. Give him a send-off. Yeah. I, but I, I can't understand why this has happened. I mean, Candace must have a fair bit of pull in radio. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> you reckon? Yeah. I reckon that's it. She's a big star. Mm. Massive star. <laughs> radio star, I should say. She's a massive radio star. There's no denying that. Well, obviously. One of our greatest bowlers. She better not have us pulled off the air. What? I'm telling you, I didn't say that right again, yeah. did I? Mm. No. All right, what do you got? Oh, no, you got one there about Freddie, haven't you? Oh, well, Freddie Fittler believes he has moved on after his New South Wales Blues <laughs> coaching chapter and has given a piece of advice to Madge. Enjoy it because you most likely won't be there forever. Well, no, no origin coach is. No, apart from Wayne Bennett. He well, wants not, to go back. Oh, no, he doesn't. No, he not even Mal was there forever. So Freddie makes a point. I've got to say, yeah, Freddie's pretty cruisy. He's, you know, he's, he's pretty comfortable in his own skin, old Fred. Yeah. Isn't he just I didn't saying, like be careful because you could be showing the door? Like, well, that's at just any sport. time. Madge knows that. Well, Madge knows that better than anyone, doesn't he? Oh, absolutely. The West Tigers. What else? New Zealand. If humans killed each other at the same rate that we kill animals, we would be extinct in 17 days. That's frightening, isn't it? Yeah. Mm. Cam. Cam has texted us going, you wouldn't break into Oscar Vistorius' house. Oh, wow. Too soon. Well, now you could. He just got, re- <laughs> he just got released. Did he get released? Yeah, I think he's on, like, he's on probation. But There's another one. Good work. Yeah, I just read something about it the other day. I thought he was in jail for life. I'm, I'm, no, no, I may have that life. wrong. No, oh, he, he didn't. Life. No, no, no. Mm. Right, yeah. Have you got a... You can break into Glenn's house and steal his Opal card. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we shouldn't make fun. I've got an Opal card. There's no, nothing wrong with that. Oh. Uh, anything else uh, for things that make you go, hmm? Are we done? No, that's, that's, that's enough. Okay, we've got some more texts. Harry, Larry no, Bird had a great flowing mullet. Yes, had he a, did. Had a terrible moustache too. Did you, um, that's probably another one as well. Um, we could do 
one night. What's that? Wispy moustaches. <laughs> is that the right way to Wispy? Wispy, is that the way to say it? No. Hey, what did you think of that, um, the, the Lakers thing? Again, uh, what was the name of that show? Winning Time. Winning Time. Yeah, it's Season amazing. two was amazing. Yeah, it's amazing. It's amazing doc. Uh, not doc. It's amazing show. Show, yeah. On really good. If yeah. you haven't seen it, Winning Time. I mean, season one was okay, but after I watched season one, I then watched the documentary. Uh, which is called, um, yeah. And then, mm. and then season Legacy, two. Legacy, it's called. Yeah, that's right. Mm. And then season two, if you haven't seen it yet, focuses on the, the Lakers and Celtics mm. battle. God, they hated each other, didn't yeah, they? Yeah, what about today. What about when they went to use the showers? Mm. Well, when they arrived, they turned the air conditioner off on a hot day in Boston. Oh, so, that, that, that still happens today in sport. Oh, but then they turned all of the hot water off in the showers or yeah. cold water off in the showers. Canberra used to do that. Did they? Canberra used to actually do reverse psychology sometimes. They would warm up the dressing sheds and you'd turn up and you'd go in there and you'd feel so crispy and warm and uh, you'd go, I don't want to go out and warm up. Yeah. So you go and warm up and, and yeah. the cold would hit you. And you've, you've lived in Canberra. Yeah. The cold hits you and you go yeah. back in for the final five minutes and it's nice and warm and toasty and... And it's just, yeah, it played with your mind. Jason Satz, I listen every night. David at Black Ball. So Thanks, Dave. Black Ball is uh, west coast of the South Island around a little place called Greymouth. Nice. Yeah, in New Zealand. Mate, thanks for the text. was giving myself a haircut a night or two ago and didn't notice the comb had come off the cutters. Ploughed into one side, which was down to the scalp, so I had to even up the other side. Oh, I'm lucky I have most of my hair left and only grey on the sides. Keep up the good work, boys. Love your show very much. Mate, we appreciate that. Thank you. If you want to keep your texts coming through, you can do so. Uh, 0457 736 736. Or be like Dave if you're listening in New Zealand. Double eight double three is our text number. This is Sports Day. Thanks to Kia. Well, Jim, great partners of ours. And Nutrient Ag Solutions going further for Australian farmers. Uh, Simon Orchard joins us next. The all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. This is Sports Day. We'll be back in a moment. We're back for World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. And Kia. The all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. This is Sports Day. Yeah, welcome back to it. Time to catch up with Simon Orchard. Sats right now from Greyhound Racing New South Wales. The dogs.com.au, home of Greyhound Racing. What's gambling really costing you? Uh, Simo, Maitland Cup and Future Stars Maiden Finals on Friday. Who are the dogs to beat? Yeah, good evening, fellas. Just spot on. Big week at Maitland. The Cup, of course, worth $40,000 for the winner. Group to event. And then the Future Stars Maiden. Not worth quite as much, 15K, but these are some of the up-and-comers, the dogs that you're going to watch over the next couple of weeks. I think last week on the show, uh, Sats, you asked me for one to follow, and I think I threw out Angel Shirley, who you thankfully did, yeah. made it through to the final. Uh, the dog that beat it, but rinsed the lot. Holy cow, it absolutely flew. Uh, and it's probably drawn a little bit better, although, although, boys, there is speed in box one in the future stars made in Kenya Inferno, rinsed the lot. Is in two, uh, a reserve will come into three. And Angel Shirley boxed pretty well out in uh, the eight. Is going to get a pretty unimpeded run. And I reckon Angel Shirley, I'm not sure if we can turn the tables on Rinse a lot, but 
if you bet last week on Angel Shirley, you might as well have another go this week. I think it's going to improve from the run. So that's the Future Stars maiden final. It's going to be a racing, I reckon, two or three. Rinse the lot looks really hard to beat. But if we go to the Cup, boys, gee whiz, if you if you bet on the Cup heats last week, you'd have no money left. And this is why the bookies drive uh, Ferraris and Lamborghinis because we had, I think, one, two, three, we had five ruffies. Uh, a double-figure odds win the heat for the Maitland Cup, boys. So uh, I went there with an idea of who I thought might get through to the final. A couple of them did, but if I'm honest, six that are in the final fill of eight, I did not expect to be there. So it's a really wide-open affair. There's some wonderful storylines, some trainers involved in their first-ever group races, the likes of Penny Hutchinson with Warhawk. We've got Scorching Boy, Des Fothergill. She is from the deep south of New South Wales. She's travelling this dog all over the place. She was in the Wagga Cup final, the Golden Cup final. Now she's in the Maitland Cup final. Uh, and then we've got a dog by the name of Nangar Jim who has won seven of eight at the Maitland track and trip. And I reckon if that's the one you're going to have a bet on come Friday night, uh, race seven on the card, number eight, Nangar Jim, is the dog to beat. I mentioned Angel Shirley having an unimpeded run from Box 8 in the Future Stars. Well, Nangar Jim absolutely loves Maitland, loves, loves, loves Maitland and is perfectly drawn out wide. So I really think he's going to be hard to beat. You probably um, just have to wait a little bit to see what sort of price you're going to get. But I think uh, he's the dog to back. He loves the track, as I said, and I think he's in really good form. So Maitland, Friday night, I'll be there, boys, trackside. I reckon there'll be between 10 and 20 people there <laughs> alongside <laughs> me. But hopefully they've got a big night on and hopefully as many people can get out as possible in my beautiful hometown. It's going to be about 50 degrees, so we're looking forward to that. Yeah, nice. My mother-in-law's name's Shirley, and she's an angel. Or is she? Out of box eight. <laughs> I like that. I like that. Angel an Shirley, omen. I'm on. You're an omen yeah. better, Sats, are you? That's Absolutely. what the bookies love. <laughs> yeah. Now, Friday night. Friday night is a big night, like you said. But Saturday night also, equally um, massive night as well. Yeah, the Newcastle Cup. So it really is a hunter flavour, boys. Maitland Cup, Newcastle Cup, the Musselbrook Cup was going to be on, but it's been pushed back a few weeks. So it's all happening in the hunter. And look, the Newcastle Cup, uh, it's worth 25K. It's a race that probably, uh, no heats, boys. So a straight final. I was going to say maybe not lost its luster, but needs a big time result so it can be put back on the map. And there's a dog by the name of Ritza Piper who's just come back from Melbourne. She's a Group 1 winner and a Group 1 runner-up down in Melbourne over the last month or so. She's absolutely flying. She draws box one. She's a beautiful sort of dog that just jumps out quick, gets on the arm, and is really, really hard to run down. And I know a lot of people who bet on the dogs say, oh, they get in the beard with or they bump into each other and the race is over. Well, Ritza Piper is the sort of dog that you want to bet around because she just, as I said, gets out in front and just highballs all the way to the post. So I think Ritza Piper, race nine on, on Saturday night at the Gardens. It's the Newcastle Cup, as I said, where it's 25K. She just has such good form lines, and I think she's going to be really hard to beat as well. So if you want to have a few bets over the next couple of days, Nanga Jim in the Maitland Cup, Ritza Piper in the Newcastle Cup, and I reckon Angel Shirley in the Maitland Future Stars as well, fellas. Nice. Now, uh, before we get some tips for tonight, uh, Fat Pizza. Now, raced at, uh, <laughs> raced on the 2nd of December, backed up again in Gosford on the 5th of December yesterday. Gosford? Yeah, no, don't, don't worry about Gosford. <laughs> I mean, what about what happened with... He got, Fat Pizza got 7th, 16 lengths. What's going on? Mm. Yeah. Uh, look, I, I think what we've got here, boys, um, what, what is it called when 
someone takes you hostage and then you like being held hostage and you start to enjoy... Stockholm that, syndrome, that, isn't it? Stockholm syndrome, yeah. Stock- yeah. I think Nick mm. Kilner has a bit of Stockholm syndrome with yep. us mentioning Fat Pizza <laughs> and loves yep. the fact that he's the dog of the show. We've uh, How long have we been supporting him now? All year, it feels like. Yep. Uh, yep. We've been through, look, very few highs and many, many, <laughs> many lows. But I reckon this run at Gosford might be the end of uh, his season. Uh, he'll be oh, back next God, year. you scared the off. crap out of me then. I thought that was the end of it. Yeah, no. Oh, good. No, no, no. He's, uh, he's fitting well. I got a text off Nick Kilner today, boys. He actually, he's either delusional or he's having a lot of fun with this, but he said, Fat Pizza has had a year to remember. He's hit a lot of great KPIs. <laughs> and we're looking forward to 2024 <laughs> being his year. So there I'm you go. Say, he's going to be out in the spelling paddock. He'll be back next year. I, I'm I'm just visioning this Iron Maiden idea that we've got. We've been mm. floating for a while now, and I got it at Casino mm-hmm. on Beef Week. Not at the Casino. No, not at the Casino. <laughs> right, okay. Yeah, Northern New South Wales Casino Beef Week. Yeah, and Fat Pizza breaking the record. Yeah, in the Iron Maiden for the most amount of losses. When's Beef Week? I don't know. <laughs> okay. It's around midway. I think it's midway through the year. Fifth week cup. Up there be about minus so like, four. Oh, yeah, yeah. I've got to say, Nicholas Kilner who hails from Springwood. When Fat Pizza breaks the record or gets its first win, mm. either way, that's going to come, isn't it? Yeah, he gets a statue. <laughs> Build the that, dog uh, a statue. So, so he, Nicholas Kilner standing there with his dog lead and yeah. Fat Pizza standing next to him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, I like it. <laughs> right here. Oh, Gunder guy, knock that dog off the. Uh, Tucker box, whatever it is, and chuck fat pizza on there. Yeah, we've already got the base of it yeah. already built. Yeah, yeah. Uh, mate, quickly, we've got to run. Uh, tips for tonight, please. And can you give us some winners? Uh, yeah, having a, having a bet at Richmond tonight, just one, one that I like. Race eight, number two, wrench, fellas. Race eight, number two at Richmond, wrench, one of the best bets of the night, bit of value as well. Okay, thedogs.com.au, the home of everything greyhound racing in New South Wales. What's gambling really costing you for free and confidential support? Visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. Thanks, uh, Simon Orchard. On you, boys. The all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. This is Sports Day. We'll be back in a moment. We're back for World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. And Kia, the all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. This is Sports Day. Welcome back. Oh, thank you, Daddy Vass. My favourite song from you 2 coming at you. WNBC. Hey, we're about to get out of here. Last laugh coming up. Is it courtesy of Cam tonight? Are you stealing his joke or Sats? Cam is still sending gear in. Okay, so I'll let you decide uh, what you're going to do with that. Hey, jokingly, we threw it out to you, and I've got to say, I love our audience. You are so quick. Mm. So quick. So Cam came through with Oscar Pistorius. Whose house wouldn't you want to break into? Yeah, because Jeff Phoenix got broken into over the weekend. Of course, yeah. (laughs) Excuse me. St. Boyd, this is a classic. Yeah. And you actually said this as well. And as Mm, you were saying this, St. Boyd, off air, this one came through. He said, hey, boys, um, see how you go breaking into Jeffrey Dahmer's place <laughs> back, back in Wouldn't the day. Wouldn't that be unlucky? <laughs> Mate, I reckon Jeffrey Dahmer. Daddy, Dahmer's... don't you call Cam. Don't you dare call Cam. I've got a corker today. Jeffrey Dahmer's house would have smelt like your salmon. I'm telling you now. Hey, guys, it's Stumpy again from the sunny Hi. coast.
Yep. I know this one isn't a sports stubber, Billy Ray Cyrus, mullet. Yeah. Stumpy, why do they call you Stumpy? I've got a theory. I'm keeping it to myself. Okay. T- TB says, uh, best mullets, Dave Brown and Papa Clay. They're bald. Oh. <laughs> uh, crime since I was listening to your serious alter ego today, Sats, on the Matty White show. You sounded so different that I wasn't even he sure does. it was you. does, doesn't he? Like when you ask what improvements would you make to the game to make it a, a great spectacle? Mm. Where was your lines about? Oh, you know, I'd the touch I'd get judge. rid of the touch judges. Yeah, and if a winger goes into touch or something, they get electrocuted. Yeah, the the touch line is electric. You never fence. raised any of that. Oh. I thought about it after it actually. You were very serious on Matty. Why? Yeah. I don't like I don't like it. Really? You need to be sports day no. sats. No. Why? Because. Well, you don't. What you're saying is, you don't like being who you are. On this show for our audience, is that what you're saying? No, like, are you too good for us? I like to, I like to drift in and out. If that makes sense, you're too good for us, aren't you? Woogie, woogie, woogie. Oh, if the bunnies don't make the top eight, I'll pay for your dinner, and that will be expensive. <laughs> Broken your bunny. Now I'm torn. Rabbit. Now I'm torn. I don't know if I want him to make the eight. What's that, Daddy Vass? Do you tell him to get rid of the corner post? No, no, you, no. The corner post needs to stay there. You, you're only the person needs to get rid of What's that. What's the now, point of it? Huru, the Curry Curry Bulldogs, have a yep. new coach this year, the Who CRL legend, Rip Taylor. He looks like, um, what's the best way to explain Rip Taylor? He looks like Paul Taylor, the old, uh, I don't know whether, actually, whether, whether they're actually related. Old fullback from Parramatta. Yeah, right. Um, who's the blonde-headed wrestler used to be? The Nature Boy, he called himself. I don't know. He looks like him. I only knew Thunderlips. Rick Flair. Check his coaching record, fellas. They also have a big new signing who doesn't mind a cruiser. She is Haru. That would be what Josh Dugan. Oh yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. Uh, Rip Taylor's a legend. Best SMS of the year. Oh, just, here it is. Well said, Grumpy Rooster. Hashtag South's club in crisis. Puffball Bathurst. <laughs> Mate, South is not a club in crisis. And Stephen Perth, we've got Joy Arrow on the show on Tuesday, and he says my son's favourite player, Joy Arrow, of course. He also has a mullet like him. Bad role awesome. model when it comes to mullets. Awesome. Mm. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Darren Fritz and Kevin Hardwick had yeah. all-time mullets. That's, that's he. Uh, thanks for your text yeah, on we're that. Yeah, Liam, we've got we're a lot of Tarawa Nickows and a, a lot of Kerry Hemsleys. Desi Hasler. Desi Hasler had a – well, I think a mullet – Steve from Penrith. Thanks, there's, Steve. There's got to be a separation, I think. If it starts long at the front and goes all the way back, is it a mullet or is it just long hair? Ah. Uh, well, what's the difference? What What is the scientific difference mm. between a mullet and long hair? Well, we've got a lot of votes here for Pappy. Yeah, well, Ryan Pappenhausen has a mullet. That's a mullet. That's the modern mullet. Jai Arrow? Yeah. Mullet. Yeah. Yep. Tino Fasua Malawi? Mullet. Mullet. Exactly. Uh, Nick, the, the, the Cronulla Sharks player, Nico Hines? Nico Hines. No mullet. That's not a mullet. Just unkept. Yeah. yeah. And apparently it stinks. Mm. This is what his teammates tell us. Mm. Yeah, he's, he's dirty. He's filthy. Yeah. Good player, mm. though. Steve says, I don't think Cam exists. I think the pressure of consistent <laughs> woefulness has forced Sats to create an alias. Good one. Hey, got a... Oh, Blake Ferguson. He was the other one. Yeah, there we go. Reuben Cotter. Reuben, sorry, Blake Ferguson, Curry oh. Curry. Yeah. Oh, right, okay. okay. Reuben Cotter, yeah, that's a, that is a mullet. Let's do this. On Sports Day, it's time for the last laugh with Scott Sattler. I can't believe I just wandered okay. in. I... He's coming right in. He's gonna. Be Are you doing it? Yeah. So two days after his, two days after his estranged wife 
goes missing, uh, two police officers arrive at a man's house yeah. and to inform him of the outcome, they said, listen, we've got bad news, we've got good news, and we've got great news. He said, what's the bad news? So we found a body in a canal. We said, what's the good news? So when we pulled her up, she had six great-sized mud crabs attached to her, and we think that you're entitled to the crabs. He goes, if that's the good news, what's the great news? He goes, well, we're going to pull her up again tomorrow. Oh, come on. <laughs> we'll be back tomorrow. That's bad. I, I, I don't support that joke. Catch you tomorrow, everyone.